Kids. Um, this is the Sour Patch segment. We um, haven't aired in a while. The microphone stand broke. Oh. Yeah, so we'll just set it there. Unless we get a little there in the doorway. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. Good, good, good. So, um, we have kind of been on vacation, I guess. Yeah, a little bit of a vacation for the Sour Patch segment here. Yeah. Yeah. We've been back to work and... Summertime. <laughs> but in our replacement, we have started the gnarly dweeb segment with our younger half of the 304 team, um, Bliss and Glow. They seem to be doing actually really good. <laughs> Awesome guys, that's your Snapchat followers and the Twitter and all yeah. the shit that we don't partake in. Sorry. Yeah, freaking millennial. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. That's about it. Yeah. We've been dealing with baby daddy shit. Yeah. <laughs> dun dun dun. I tell you what, it takes strength to be in a um, separated, divorced. Uh, relationship with somebody with a kid. <coughs> yeah. And a lot of people just choose not to deal with it and never see the kid, which is sad. But there are those, but you still just want to reach out and punch them in the face and choke the shit out of them. Yeah. You give and give and they just don't get it. They take advantage. You give it an inch and they take a mile. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you want to smack their face. Yeah. <coughs> then you see the other parent basically having a life of zero responsibility and doing what you want. We'll never do what we want. I keep telling myself, I have seven years, I can do what I want. <laughs> and by then, Felicity will have a grandbaby for you. And <laughs> Oh, man. Speaking of babies. So, for, for um, I like going and watching those little promo videos of people who make shit and they want you to invest in it and blah blah blah. Oh, the fucking artificial womb in your living yeah, room. Isn't that, wild? that is just the you can feed it. They have a fucking machine you can take outside of your home to simulate it kicking. <laughs> I was just like my mind was blown. Like are you fucking serious? <laughs> What's the fun of this? It's like a little toy. It's like it's something that I'd imagine for someone who is obsessed with self-image that doesn't want to ruin their figure, I'll just grow it and watch. I can watch it in my living room. I can feed it what well, I want. No I can protection anymore. <laughs> Maybe going to be sterile and fertile. Ridiculous. Yeah, but remember when we were kids that you got the little keychain things and you took care of that Hold baby? On. I don't want to. Yes, uh, the Giga Pet. Yeah. Um. So I don't want to like interrupt or whatever, but it was just a, a passing thought of yours. Go ahead. But um. It, the, even the apparatus itself reminded me of the Matrix. <laughs> and it's the on way. your shoulder. You maybe don't kick in your fucking shoulder. Yeah, they did have it on their shoulder. Like, they were bouncing it like it was the baby. The baby, yeah. I like, don't... how detached? Like, where's the body? Like, you don't understand. That's crazy to me. I mean, yes, you do understand, yeah. But those of you that's never had a child or something grow inside of you... I mean, they got them thinking it's like a parasite nowadays. Yeah. I've seen people say it's your body, not theirs. It's a parasite. Or some shit that I've seen. It was real fucked up because I had to comment on it. And I couldn't believe that people were viewing it as a, um, like an alien. Like, 
Well, body snatcher. That's the that's the argument a lot of times for um, abortion is it's not the, it, wasn't it is a parasite yet. and if you technically your body does view it as a parasite that's what the morning sickness first trimester is is your body trying to purge said parasite Make it and um, and then I think that. Um, that that's always open for debate. I mean, I guess I could see both sides. I could arguably say that life is more important than that if you put yourself in that situation, no matter what the circumstances were, you know, that it should ultimately be your, um, you, you Decision. carry that weight. Well, right. you take responsibility for your, right. your choices and your, your actions. Yeah. Actions, but, um, that's what I believe. I could also, but you can't go around being a victim or saying it's a parasite or an invader of your body. You put it the fuck in your body. You knew. You as a human being, if you fuck something, I'm not going to cuss. If you have intercourse with somebody, not something, you take the chance, biologically, of getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. And then I can also see the other side, though. I mean, you have all these women who are steadily popping out babies that they're not taking care of. And an incubator. Uh, well, I mean, and then instead of, yeah, instead of knowing that, you know, I do not want to take care of this child, so. Yeah, let's, let's break that down just a little bit and not so broad. Women who have multiple children that um, leave them with the grandparents, leave them with keep the mother, having, giving leave them up them for adoption, the leave them with random strangers. We know women who has left their children with with strangers to raise them are just mm -hmm. friends of theirs or neighbors, yeah. and then they would be gone for two weeks, and then all of a sudden they pop up and want that baby, yeah. and they can get you for kidnapping when you when they had just did abandonment. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's um, different... What you're supposed to do is call CPS <laughs> instead of take care of the... Because that makes you an enabler. Right. Because then they think they can do it all the time, and, and it's really wrong. You, and that's what I mean about being the victim. Like, they can't yeah. keep playing the victim no. when it's your decision. You know. Mm -hmm. And either you just don't... And that's what some... Watching my young girls, uh, like Anayla, she has a hard time saying no, or she always feels... Like, oh, I got, you know. Obligated. So, and nice. I was like, one day I looked at her, and maybe I should or should not have said it, but I was like, if you keep acting like that, you're not going to be able to say no in sexual situations with men or anybody. Mm. Because it plays over in all aspects of your life. If you can't say no and take up for yourself and just general shit, or someone pulls your heartstrings, or they're getting pulled all the damn time, and you feel like you have to, are obligated to help this person, that's not the same time, thing as being a good person and and giving out. So, yeah, that's letting them take right, advantage of you. Right, because there's manipulated people who just keep playing the system or keep playing people or whatever system we got. Yeah. Even if it's with your parents and you know they're going to keep giving to you so you don't ever, you know, we know people who are guaranteed money so they don't, they just spend theirs like nothing because they know that um, that person's going to give it to them. Yeah, and we should just... Um... I think that that whole, you know, um, abortion thing, I think that there's many different levels. And I think that people should stop trying to place this label on it. You know what I mean? Uh, like, pro, you know what I mean? Just, um, 
it is it is the worst thing you can do and it's a sin blah 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 um it's horrible you're killing life or on the opposite end of the spectrum you know do it all the time but i think there should be an There's understanding like no regulation you know, and then if the federal government or a government steps in, then it's an infringement on your rights. On your rights or con some constant. I mean, so there's no grounds, and that's why I say just mind your own business. Business. That's what it should be. It should be the, the law should be mind your own business. And it should it shouldn't be. I think that's always been a problem. Is we're always trying to force our views on others. At the same time, telling them, don't judge me. You can't yeah. force yours on mine. Yeah, instead of just being accepting of everyone's differences. And just stay in your own zone. zone you can yeah. still be neighborly, eat together, dine, dine together. together, work together, and not you don't necessarily have to agree with each other or even don't like even one another just be, in order to be cordial. Aspects. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just don't, if it didn't exist, it wouldn't be a conflict inside of people. Yeah. Definitely, and that can work in all aspects of life. The only thing I don't agree with is that morning after. I think, like, it's such an easy ticket, and I'm just a person of um, action and consequences, so I feel like everybody should have to deal with their consequences of their actions, whether it be good or bad, and I just think that's like a... Like being saved on your fucking deathbed. How the fuck are you allowed to be saved on your deathbed after you just did a shitload of evil things? You know, and I'm not talking about petty people who might be vain or something. I'm talking about some evil-ass motherfuckers we know should never, ever sit there and try to be saved. And then I think that I would like to I the think morning after. I think with that, I can um, see both sides. Because at the same time, we are becoming quickly overpopulated and then soon to lose a lot oh, yeah. of our land space. Um, and then on top of that... I think, think that it's a cheap. Space? I think it's a cheap way to avoid. Um, a obviously they don't want it, so why why not? Or why why not that as opposed to getting an abortion? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but people would argue they have a human right to make the decision whether or not they want to want it. Well, um, again, they have a choice, <laughs> and they crazy? obviously don't want it. <laughs> And I think the morning after pill is a cheaper way and even more humane way because there's nothing it's already growing. To a miscarriage, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and you can't take it right. I don't know the details. Um, I only see that because, like I had mentioned, but yeah, absolutely. I can it's see like all the purge. Signs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> the purge. In your, it purges anything that may or right. may not have been. <laughs> and I think I only feel that way because I'm a very natural person. But once again, the ultimate overdriven of me is, as well as you, is um, fucking mind your business, man. They mm. want to fucking take the morning after pill, then fucking let them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then condoms. Condoms cost some fucking money. They do. It's ridiculous, actually. And they're, and they're like, oh, population this, population this, murder, death, kill. But you can't fucking... And that's what I said about infertility. The fucking rate of infertility and sterilization. It, I mean, no one talks about it. It's insane. And then all of the little studies you read, 
like the mouse um, under development and gestation uh, with no testicles or vaginal uh, delay and just and that's like in the growth section you know of inside your body and so that means that if they're developing those organs later on as a result of these chemicals that was fucking um fluoride yeah yeah from the cdc's website i mean and that was before because i printed all that shit off remember a while long time ago before trump became president mm -hmm. and i'm not saying everything in there is clear cut but you just gotta look and read in between the lines and then one thing leads to another if you read a sentence in there you can be like well i bet other people are there's other different studies blah 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 and then you do comparison and there's usually a, a pattern in there for me anyway and i could be wrong maybe i'm going down the wrong fucking rabbit hole <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i've never believed in in coincidences so right. if you're seeing a common denominator that correlates between right. all the right. studies then that is the de underlining and that can be found in the natural world and the man-made world. Yeah. And what pisses me off is everybody's like, this is truth, this is truth. And I mean, and they're goddamn sure it's fucking written in stone and gold and, and shit and like a fucking golden bean spiral. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but every, there is no real truth, dude. Everything it's that's all calculating open for speculation exactly. and theorization. And it's something yeah, of it's... a man-made system of all aspects. So unless you go out there and say, yes, the sun rises this moment, and it ends this moment, and this grows at this moment, fuck you and your truth, because that's the only real truth, or that I'm going to lack, I'm going to give milk to my child, absolutely. I'm going to have a baby if I have sex, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless that's the only ultimate truth that you can really, really, or if you do a good deed and a good deed, that is like, now that is real. We can see that. I'm not even going to say we can see that because people really are like, oh. And, but <laughs> I just, it just, it's so, it's, oh my goodness, it, start, it makes me insane. Yeah. And they will argue, it doesn't matter, like, even the truthers and their threads are like this big, all they want to do is just put out long fucking paragraphs of, of, of what they know. Like, on everything. Everything. And it's like, so what? How many years are you going to write you know? And then if you just say something different, they're like, bam, 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 bam. It's the same thing in any end of religious fucking nuts. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> so don't tell me about conditioning when your whole foundation is from the old book of Genesis. You know what's called a Babylonian god, a fucking demon. <laughs> then you still are fucking living in a world of, of, of uh, fucking religious constraints. Yeah. If you can't just go out there and dig a fucking ditch and make a water contraption or survive. I mean, we know how to survive without water. We're fucking poor, dude. It sucks, but it's doable. Being cold. Yeah, being without heat. We know. It ain't no thing. I was a happier person. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. So, with everything changing, um, they are already talking about what will happen if the Paris Agreement fails and we neglect to do anything about climate change. They're... 
I think the first thing, what they should do is not a climate change act. They should do a trash act. I think that would be That's um, what it tremendous. Should it should be a trash act, a human you know, consumption um, act, a conscious awareness of your responsibilities. <laughs> yeah. And shut the fuck up, mind your business act. <laughs> I wish. But they're estimating that... There could be, by the end of the century, 1.2 to 2 billion people fleeing to other areas this because place. of climate change. We're going to have a different kind of refuge. Yeah. Jeez. Um, the climate refugees. An exodus of climate change. <laughs> it's estimated to be a fifth of our world's population by the end of the century. Oh, they're going to kill him. Um, it's sub sub... Saharan African area, the Middle East, small Pacific islands sinking, and um, Indonesia will be affected. Japan, the gods are about to die. India, China, um, and even the U.S. Florida and San Francisco Bay area. I'm sure California. It doesn't say that in the material that I was reading. No, but yeah, um, California will freaking fall into the ocean. We should update these youngins on Nostradamus and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. And then I was a big fan Mr. of Edward Casey and the no pole more. shifting. And they, they already shifted. No um, Edward Casey was the dream prophet. Mm -hmm. Now, um... Because when the tsunamis and shit are cracking, that shifts us. They just yeah. got to read certain material it, to see It does throws a, throw us off mm -hmm. our axis, and we've seen that. So we're like, um, we got a new compass, and it's this degree now. And everybody's yeah. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Edward Casey said that um, we were, yeah, we were, our, we were, our poles were going to shift. He said that the Great Lakes were going to flow through the Mississippi Valley. Florida was going to be flooded. California was going to be non-existent. Um, ha, ha, Where did he live? Do you remember? I want to say he's the dream. I want to say 18, 1900s. Oh, shit. That's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. More, one of the more recent ones. Because there's, um. Photographs of you. Una no. is always in our <laughs> segments. Sorry. What <laughs> But yeah, so half of China will be gone. Japan will be gone. Um, and then half a bit. Well, not half of the big port. No, um, just around the edges are going to. Um, okay, they are along one of the it, cities, the China Sea. Yeah, and it's just going to. Um, Pretty much like us, our coast, like, we're going to be well, stepping the on the Great Deluge, beach. remember? They're one of the ones that uh, have stories of the Great Deluge. Yeah. So, um, that's the flood, everybody. Uh, no, right? The Great Flood. Um, yeah. And just that, um, pretty much, they'll have to move to the center of the land, and they'll, yeah, have a different So, go inland. Oh, man, now they're starting to... Remember how they freaked us out about with Yellowstone back in the early 2000s when uh, that movie came out? Mm-hmm. And then now they're starting to do all that again. Like, it has hundreds of earthquakes a day or some shit, right? It's pretty bad from what everyone's saying, yeah. I don't even think you're... Um, there's area... There was one area where somebody got... Um, went off of the trail and decided to try to take a hot bat... Uh, like, a Stupid. natural hot... Yeah, Stupid. Yeah, he got boiled a lot. Like, in that movie. Oh, my God, they've seen too many movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I would know. 
No, no. Boy, look, you stupid. <laughs> he must have jumped in and could not get out. He probably died immediately. <laughs> he wanted to do it. Yeah, this has nothing to do with it, but there's a lobster when I was doing shit. There's a headline that said... It does have something to do with it. You boil them alive. <laughs> there's a headline that said... Lobsters, there's a law passed. Lobsters are no longer to be uh, be boiled alive while cold with colds or something like it had suggesting it had a, a, a cold, like a chew, cold, cough, you know, cold. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't click it though. <laughs> huh. I know um, on one of my cooking shows, and even the judges said they never seen it done like that, but she didn't know how to cook lobster. And. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I don't even know if I do. Well, a lot of people uh, boil them alive. Yeah, yeah. They got yeah. or something. I can't do it. And um, But this bitch just... Sorry. I, I don't think <laughs> This one... <laughs> this lady. <laughs> this, this woman. <laughs> put it straight on the grill. <laughs> like, oh my Did it call away? Help. I know I had a lid. <laughs> oh my God. She's like, I know they cook them alive a lot of times, so. <laughs> oh I'm going to cook it this way. That's what it's done, as long as it's alive. As long as it's alive when I cook it, I think it'll be good. <laughs> I didn't never really want, uh, why do they? Do you know why they cook them alive? Do they ever say? Ten, the meat is more tender. So you don't have to? No, you don't have to. <laughs> For real? Yeah. That's so horrible. <laughs> Massage the baby calves all the lives to die right, for some soft right. tender meat. Like it's tender care. That's what tender loving means, care. right? Isn't that what those mean people don't like? The Israeli people or whoever eat that. Meat yeah, like they that. have to bless it. I think it's called. There's it's a word. They treat it and they treat they the treat it and they have to cut their throat and bless it while, it, them. while it bleeds to death. Um, I forget what the ritual is called. Because you can buy it, and it says it on there if it's... Yeah. Because um, they're starting to make um, supermarkets and stuff more um, Muslim and it, or whatever. Um, friendly. Friendly. Yeah, and that's wonderful. Um, but I can't remember what it's called. Apologies. We should have an international food event. <laughs> you know? Cool. Yeah, definitely. I, I would love to taste to food it. from different... I watch it all the time on TV. Would love to taste Maybe some of it. Maybe call somebody in. <laughs> I mean, I could probably go to Walmart and attempt to make it myself, but the problem is when no. dabbling in spices and things that I'm not familiar with, I don't know what I'm going to like if I'm not familiar with the ingredients. That's why you go to one of those events <laughs> and just go around and taste everything, and then you go home and make it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, moving on, since we're talking about food. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about um, BB, BBC investigation launched into Starbucks, Costa Co Coffee, and Cafe Nero. Ooh. 
Um, I'm sorry, I'm saying ew for y'all even know. Because you already know. <laughs> <laughs> so they have been finding fecal coliforms, uh, which is um, poop-based poop microbes found in a wide range of animal intestines. They didn't know where guts and and fucking in gallbladders and intestines removed. Um, but oh. it's been found in all of these coffee chains, um, ice. The oh. ice used for their ice chains. <laughs> Hey, mold in the refrigerator or the freezer is colorful. Yeah, oh my goodness. When I was working at um, <laughs> Subway, it was straight black and it was Ew, disgusting. I always seem to think of blue. I wipe um, it out though, of course, but I mean. It was bad. Uh, yeah, anyway. What the hell? Because um, <laughs> you just don't think about the ice, you know? Yeah, and you don't think about the the. Temperature, I think it's the variations in temperatures. Everybody's hands that, and everybody, and yeah, and that causes um, the bacteria. If we could keep it more sealed, but it was the soda machine's ice. You mean like the one that naturally comes down itself, makes itself? Yeah. Ooh, then it's in the water line. No, it How was in, in the there? back because it makes a bunch and stores it in a back container so, to where there's a large amount, but you can't control the temperature in that large back so container. It's the same there's just a lid. As poop bacteria. Um, well, not in the drinks. In this, yes, the ice. It's um. So it's making poop its own poop based ice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I get it. But there's fecal matter oh, everywhere. Yeah, it's not that it's um, producing that. It's that that bacteria is clinging We're to it. <laughs> yeah. Not near a water source, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we learned that in Paris, didn't we? With the great stink. Look that up. Oh, All right, so. <laughs> the great stink. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Um, yeah, they had to wear massive amounts of perfume. That's why they have the same mm -hmm. smell like a French whore. I knew, because, I knew all that. Yeah, and then they were um, like they this. didn't have the proper aqueduct system for their sewage, and um, it was actually right by their water source. Come to find out, and it took all these people dying of cholera, <laughs> uh, and a man, a doctor, the first like. One of the real doctors, he decided to go in this town and face a possible airborne illness to try to determine and figure out what the fucking people were... Or, sorry about cussing. We've been trying to remedy that. But um, <laughs> to try to figure out what these people were dying from. And he, out of a lot of investigation and gathering data, he determined that it was their water... It was their feces Ugh. and their um, septic system polluting their water source that was making everybody sick because um, it was only water from a specific area that he had isolated it down to. He had determined that people drinking from one source weren't getting sick as opposed to the people who were drinking from another. Right. And then he went to investigate and it's found out that it was cholera. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, they were poisoning their own water with their own feces. Oh, my goodness. Yummy. And it was the Great Stink uh, Paris. But let me just tell you the statistics. So Starbucks and uh, Cafe Nero mm -hmm. had three out of ten had a significant amount of poop-based microbes oh. in their drinks. And then in Costa Cafe, 
Red alert. 7 out of 10. <laughs> Red alert. Red alert. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yummy. For all you iced coffee drinkers. And that would be our freaking weenie brains of the freaking month. <laughs> <laughs> Proper cleaning for a reason, guys. Mm -hmm. All right. You know what? So I was reading about an old man, 71 years old. And you know what? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not to interrupt. Just real quick. I bet that comes down to the laziness of their employees. So. No shit. <laughs> I was thinking about McDonald's, dude. Oh, I was thinking, I bet they come in and do our McDonald's ice machine. They are done. Uh, they are done. She's when I worked there, today. I didn't see at the old McDonald's. I'm not saying after the new one was built. Hopefully the new one is better. Um, Everyone's always broken. <laughs> <laughs> when I worked at the old one, um, I did, and I worked night shift, and that's when you're supposed to clean the fryer. <laughs> it didn't get clean for like six months. Ew. It was disgusting. Ew, they're supposed to do that every day. Yeah, and everybody's like, McDonald's fries are better than Burger King's. And I'm like, man, Burger Ew. King's, they clean theirs like every night. McDonald's, in the old McDonald's. Whatever, I bet it's still like that. There, I mean, I know their ice cream McDonald's, nor the old one, nor the new one, did their ice cream machine ever work in any reality way, shape, or form. I mean, I don't know if the new employees. <laughs> they probably don't shit. clean it. Yeah. yeah, when it breaks down, it's probably like, clean me, please. <laughs> Ew. Ew, I know, right? I don't, I don't partake in their milky, milky ice cream products. It's always broke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you're right, though. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with that. But go ahead. You said this old couple or something? Yeah, it was fighting. They're 71 years old. <laughs> fighting over what? Yeah, life. I don't know. It doesn't say. <laughs> so, he, as soon as he was done in the heated argument, and he walked down to the local bank, the Kansas City Bank, right? <laughs> I, right. So, um, where'd he go? Yeah, I think it's the Kansas, yeah, Kansas City Bank. So, um, he used a hairbrush and passed the teller note and said that he was going to rob her. He took 30000 but didn't make it very far, and the cops got him. And he started, he automatically handed him the brush and the money and just told him what was going on. Aww. And he wanted to get away from his wife, but he didn't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> so they gave him six months home confinement. <laughs> swing for your ass. <laughs> I mean, seriously, because he was just being a greedy old man. He could have went to a homeless shelter. <laughs> went for a fucking walk. Went for a fucking walk. Got his tent and went fucking popped it on the river somewhere for a couple days. Tell me you couldn't have figured something out and I'll call you a liar. <laughs> right. <coughs> you want to rob a bank. <laughs> With a hairbrush. If I get caught, it's innocent enough. Maybe I 
I won't spend the rest of my life in prison, maybe just a couple years. <laughs> yeah, I think you just want to go for a few days, yeah. Or put in a crazy house for a few days. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, what else did I th The little beetle thingy. Oh, Belgian pushing crickets. Yeah, I think that's a wonderful thing. Oh, um, you want to start eating them? I would. I would try. Yeah, Matt ate good. a locust and he said it tasted nutty. nutty. I, well, I was there. Mm -hmm. And people were eating them when I, we were teenagers and they came. Well, you weren't a teenager when I was. Um, cooking them and stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I would try. Ants on a stick, chocolate covered ants. They always been around and stuff. They got them in lollipops, but their dishes actually, the thing is, is they don't try to disguise the bug. I know, they put the bug on display, <laughs> and they're like making the center like of the dish. it looks like the best eggs, you know, like it's an omelet, it's got the spinach, it's got the egg, and then there's like crickets, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> so they're called eco-friendly, and it's this little place, uh, eco-friendly eating is the thing that people are pushing. But it's this little diner in um, Belgium, who's really pushing it, uh, is little food. I think that's a great approach, and I think it. I, I hope it catches on and more people I, apply it because I mean, it, it would it would if it caught on. Could, it's higher in protein, first of all, could right. potentially help right with the weight problem cow. because you would could eat less for um, uh, more, and you would be full, and you would be fuller with the positive protein, with the and positive yes, and, fats. and then on top of that, it was also if we were no longer depending mainly on beef, which I'm not saying that we would completely cut any of that out, but I think it would definitely lower the methane. And um, everything being admitted into the air. Do you really and then, think that's true? Um, or do you think a whole shitload? Of, like, do you really think? I think that they're a big beast, true? and that it's been taught to me since I was little before it became as high of I know, a priority. But we know that they changed the thing to fit the mood of what they want. Yeah, and but that's, that's one thing that hasn't changed so far, though. No, well they. They've slacked off of it. Well, the cows, remember when Obama said he was going to start cloning them way back in his first term? And even Cat Williams when made a joke draft, about us eating, as he called it, retarded cow clone meat. Right. Yeah. So cause It's because that they, he said that they, they passed that. it and we didn't even know no, about wait, it. Right, and it's true. Well, I just happen to be, because I'm a news junkie. Yeah. News junkie. Um, Doesn't mean I believe it. But I always go and be like, what, what are they doing, you know? And of course, they all have the same story, so. Yeah, um, I think that when we would didn't have as much with the population, that there weren't as many of the cows. Now we are finding ourselves trying to produce a massive amount of yeah, cow meat cows to like feed more up. people. You seen the pictures of the big beefy oh my bucket? God. They have, they have like little, little legs. Steak legs. Yeah, yeah. Um, even the chickens are like that. The chickens can't even walk. They said they're the chickens shut down and shit. Listen, I don't know about the beef procedure. Mm. I didn't look into it as much as the chicken. But the chickens, this is what they do to the chickens. They don't really eat beef. Well, they, they don't chip, chip you up as oh. a baby chicken whole and alive. Then um, what they do is they'll clip your beak. They'll clip the beak.
so that um, they can't fight each other and kill each other because they're only given a half a square foot of space per chicken to grow and live in. Um, so they clip the beaks. cage, right? And they're stacked up. No, and oh, what I've seen was a rate. large area. Yeah. yeah, that's supposed to be the free range, free, which but is listen, a lie. It's a lie, yes, exactly. Um, they're given a half a foot of square, or half a square foot of living space per chicken, um, so they have to clip the beaks so that they can't attack each other. Um, and Yeah, and then on top of that, because of the half a foot of space, um, and the steroids that lot. they're pumping into the chicken, oh. they're becoming so oversized that their little legs are getting enough exercise to support the amount of meat that they're trying to produce on a single chicken. Oh. So um, they become all crippled and uh, flop over and just lay there with their legs all fucked up and get fatter and fatter until the day of slaughter. Um, and the feed pr makes them speed up, like... Yeah, that's what I mean, the steroids yeah, and high-speed high growth. Yeah, and if you're um, wondering how they get it, it's through the, the feed. The feed, the food. So um, even if you're a private chicken person, you better be careful what kind of feed food, is on the market. Yeah. Definitely. I'm definitely going to get my own chicken. Well, I told you, we got a farm lady. We're going to have to go up there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, God. And I'd imagine that the cows, because they're bigger animals, are probably a little bit worse mm. and uh, harder to manage as so a whole. So now there's a tick though, that lone star tick that makes you allergic to red meat for the rest of your life. I've seen that. Isn't that fucked up? That's National Geographic. That's like nature's way of saying fuck you buddy. Is it? Is it? Or did some <laughs> private scientist decide to pay enough money to drop this tick on somebody so they could push the buggage in? Bug eating. <laughs> Um, like maybe it is to cut down all the things and for climate. You know what I mean? I think that I can't do that engineer, dude. How the hell? It'll come out. It'll come out just like Zika did. It's an accident. We're sorry. Mm. <laughs> How do you get diaper? Because of the sugars, they said the sugars they inject into you uh, do something. So then your body automatically recognizes that as uh, that wrong kind of sugar protein or whatever. Mm -hmm. Might not even be protein, just like sugar. And um, therefore, you're allergic. Like hives, swelling of the throat. Like being stung by bee for me and poison ivy for you. Allergic. Like literally allergic to red meat afterwards. I want to say it said pork too. Um, well, yeah. The other one. I don't meat. know. Maybe. I don't know. I know. I always, in my mind, Hoof. had pork in its own category, like um, cow, venison, raw red hard meat. meat. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then pork, and, and then chicken, chicken and fish. And quail and, <laughs> and duck. quail, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Wow, dude. Can you get Yes. Yeah. Uh, they do all the animals like that. And what they do with the little man chicken is they send that little man chicken to his death right at the hatching when he's all tweeting around and chirping and he goes into the chipper. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. I don't see how that's allowed. Um, well, why not? We boil lobsters alive from the beginning. <laughs> I don't even know why that's allowed. If you don't have to, I don't understand why that's allowed. Because you want to, um, 
achieve maximum tenderness. I guess. Because lobster gets easily like rubbery. I guess bounce so it off the wall. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, a lobster I think is a little different. We're, we're not mass produced. If you had like, um, but then again, seafood here lately, I've been trying to steer clear of Hey, I'll be scared to eat it for until I die. Yeah, after the meltdown, I'm terrified of seafood. They're fucking... Mm-mm. Unless you tell me you have your own private ocean. Right? <laughs> you farmed them. Then I don't even know where you got the main one to farm them. Yeah, <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah. Even our rivers with the high mercury levels are a little scary. Um, I remember, who was it? Uh, it was one of Dad's family, oh, I guess mine too, or ours too, um, Rodney maybe? That mercury poisoning? From eating too much fish from our rivers. <laughs> That's like eating it all day, every day, guys, though. But that was still some crazy, something crazy to see. His veins, he looked like he was going to be a zombie movie. I was like, oh Oh my god. God. It didn't go away for a while, right? Or it was forever? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I know you can die from it. (laughs) I know it is very toxic and can affect your brain. (laughs) What the hell? Yeah. That's what one of the prophets went crazy on was mercury. He was, poison. He was mercury, an alchemist. Yeah. It was he wasn't just um, a prophet. He was an alchemist more than a prophet who was getting high on some shit. He was concocting, laying around, and he put, accidentally poisoned himself and went crazy. He fucking died as a result of the experiment with it in the first place. Yeah, I can't imagine. I always wondered who that person was. <laughs> There's gotta be one. <laughs> Stupid. <coughs> Stupid people. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> but I mean, not right. Re- you had you had to figure it out one way or another, or we wouldn't get in very far. Yeah. I know. Trial and error. That's just like the hunter and gatherers. Yeah. Who was the person to try the mushrooms? Which ones were poisonous? And which ones were <laughs> the berries. <laughs> the fucking leaf. They probably follow the animals. Yeah. Follow the elephant. Don't eat that one. I no. will fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. I bet you they did a lot of animal experimentation. I don't. Yeah. In early years. Here, doggy. <laughs> Here you go. Probably not a dog. Something less important. Here, raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Because they they use their dogs back then to help them hunt. They're so crafty. Raccoons are so crafty. They are very crafty. Um, They're intelligent little crafty critters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We've been outsmarted. I already talked about that. Yeah, no, no. Just think about it again. Yeah, he's a crafty little bugger. So how about um, that fungus attacking bugs (laughs) and controlling them? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you said it mutated? This says microorganisms that cause disease evolve strategies to maximize their chance of surviving by infecting hosts. Uh, basically, the pathogenic uh, fungus makes a beetle this goldenrod soldier, goldenrod soldier beetle. Mm-hmm. Um, 
once it gets infected, and they're one of our pollinators, uh, once it gets infected, then it takes about two weeks to kill the beetle, um, and how it kills it is, it takes it up to the top of the flower that is being, you know, they're getting pollen from, and attaches mandibles to it, and then he dies. And then uh, in the middle of the night, uh, this thing, it controls it for one to go up there and commit suicide, just like the ants and everything. But this is in the U.S. So, uh, and they just published it here recently. So I found that a little weird. That is weird. Um, and then it ended the article with what I had just said, but that I'd be open with the microorganism. And they did it with like a parallel to human diseases and how they uh, take over the body, necessarily cancer, how it, you know, manipulates and mimics and then uh, starts reproducing itself when the body thinks it's reproducing, you know, like AIDS does too, you know? Yeah. It's a parasite, mm -hmm. essentially. Oh, at it? Yeah, it's a parasite, essentially. I don't know if this is the same one that affected your beetles, but this is what, it, when you told me about it, this is what it immediately reminded me of, it's parasitic fungus. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, it's like the mind controlling. Um, it says it releases a mind controlling chemical cocktail. Yeah. Um, behavioral manipulation is such a complex characteristic that it only occurs when there's a very close <coughs> co evolution between pathogen and host. Mm -hmm. You said that that they had to be they had to um, learn how to mm -hmm. attach to that specific organism. Um, they called it the zombie fungus. The, yeah, is nickname. Yeah, but it's not necessarily found the other <coughs> way around. So, right? Does it say where it's found, or where how it how it becomes its own self? Because what they're suggesting is it's evolved in, at some point, and that's why it's so profound right now. I guess you know what I mean. Okay, here. <clears throat> uh. I don't know if I'm um, fungal cells in the ant's head release chemicals that hijack the in insect's central nervous system. The fungus forces the ant to climb up vegetation and clamp down on a leaf or a twig before killing it, mm -hmm. hapless, its hapless drone. It then grows a spore, mm -hmm. um, releasing stalk out of the back of the victim's head to infect more ants on the ground below. Yeah, and this, when it's, when that same one is in this bug, which what I think what they're saying is that it's never been found in this bug yet. Yeah. And how it acts, which isn't the same in the ant, is by lifting the wings. How it can control, control it. the wings yeah. where it can control the ant's head. So that actually is pretty, that's pretty neat. It is. So yeah, they've adapted. Mm -hmm. There's either, either the ants are getting smart enough to avoid the spores and they need to find the a ant, different right. um, hapless victim. Or... Um, you said a wasp was starting to get it too, right? <laughs> it was a different type of parasite. It wasn't a fungus. I can't... Mm. Um, oh, it was um, that worm thingy-majig, right? Because um, it can get in us. And I don't know if they're trying to say that we have to be worried about this little thingy or not. Um, but there's um, other parasites that will take hold of a host and use it as protect protection of their eggs or their new babies. There's one that does it with a tarantula 
or um, a spider, I think it's a tarantula, and then uses its body as food afterwards. Um, and or um, is it that fly? It, there, or, and it also uses it as a protector it, until the eggs hatch. Um, because it's big and scary. Yeah. Oh. And then if anything eats it anyway, the eggs are still going to win. Maybe it is a fungus or the wasps. No. <coughs> but, um, yeah, the... Yeah, okay, so this wasp is one of them. It, um... It's the parasite? <laughs> Par parasitic wasp turns roaches into cockroach, into zombie slaves using a what? neurotoxic, it's a neurotoxin. Yeah. Hold up now. You don't think that's <laughs> genetically engineered? <laughs> no, I think it's a natural, um, there's all kinds of things well, that we have An enemy heard. for an enemy. It, the, yeah, there's so many fascinating things in the animal kingdom world that you would never think oh, would be yeah. possible that are even more... The food chain. Yeah. So it goes after cockroaches. Or yeah. So um <laughs> it's like a tarantula bee. <laughs> the female wasp stings the cockroach cockroach, <laughs> lays an egg on its abdomen, and once hatched the hungry larva feeds on the cockroach. However, while most parasitic insects tend to paralyze their victims with a venomous sting, the emerald wasp instead manipulates the cockroach's behavior, essentially transforming it into a zombie slave. With two stings, the cockroach is left with, with only the ability to walk, but is entirely robbed of the power to initiate its own movement. What? The wasps, now tired, now tired after administering two stings, regains its energy by cutting off the ends of the cockroach's antenna and drinking its blood. <gasps> Revitalized, it then latches on to the stung cockroach's antenna, much like an obedient toddler um, being led his first it day. Rides it like yeah. a horse. The submissive insect follows the wasp's orders. In the meantime, the wasp also lays an egg on the cockroach, it, which hatches after three to four days. The hatched larvae chews its way into the cockroach's abdomen where it proceeds to eat the internal organs in a precise order. Is this a little tiny bee? Or is this yeah. one that gets the yeah. Madagascar roaches? Um, this is a wasp. What? Yeah. It's, um... Where's it found? I want one. <laughs> <laughs> How neat. Yeah, it's... Um, it gets eaten alive from the inside out by the baby. So it has multiple different, um, when we have not, um, this wasp-cockroach relationship has been documented as early as the 1940s, but it wasn't until recently that scientists have been able to understand exactly how the wasp pulls this off pulls this precise behavioral manipulation off. It's a neurotransmitter that blocks transmission of motor signals between nerves. And um, together, 
hold on. I can, it can, okay, so the first thing administer, administers a mass of nerve tissue into the cockroach's thorax. Contains large quantities of gamma-amino-butyric acid, or GABA, a complementary chemical, and complementary chemicals called terine and beta-alanine. Um, it's a neurotransmitter that blocks transmissions of motor skills. And together, the two chemicals temporarily paralyzes the cockroach's front legs. This prevents the cockroach from escaping while the wasp infects the second, more toxic sting directly into their roach's brain. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and the second sting, that turns the cockroach into a zombie and contains um, a neurotoxic cocktail, as they refer to it, a venom uh, the second sting blocks the receptors from another neurotransmitter called octopamine, which is involved in initiation of spontaneous and complex movements such as walking. Whoa. Yeah. So that is pretty, that is pretty awesome. And that's just that's just a wasp. There's yeah. other things. Um, I can't remember what it was that infected the spider. I'm gonna have to look into that more. Um, but yeah, there's multiple, uh, examples of zombie-like, uh, creatures in the animal mm -hmm. kingdom world. Mm-hmm. Very, very crazy. Very awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but at least, um, in the animal kingdom world, they serve a purpose. Our versions oh, yeah. of zombies are very, like, rah, nothing, blah. They serve we one deteriorate purpose, and yet still collapse. move without muscles. Blah. How is that possible? We eat people. <laughs> eat people. Eat people. And then eating them doesn't even cause them to regenerate. They still deteriorate. So I still don't see it's how it's beneficial. possible. It no. does not make sense in my brain. Although I still enjoy The Walking Dead. Logically. That wouldn't be possible. It'd be more like 28 Days Later, yeah, I think, was more possible. Um, just raging until you die and starve Starting to death. death. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that movie is on point. I loved it. Like, it, me, it was the one that uh, really hit me. Like, yeah, oh my it hit God. me hard. In my They're going to do like, that to us. They're going to kill me. us. <laughs> I'm not a very fast runner. Oh, no. <laughs> it happened so fast to transition into being fucking oh, infected. Man. Yeah, it was. That bitch chopped his arm off. Or even the father, how quickly <coughs> twitched, you know what I mean? It turned in, like, it just... It was, I, it was definitely, I thought it was a very good rendition mm -hmm. on zombies. And one of the best I think I've seen here. Mm -hmm. to, to the day, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, it didn't need gore. Well, I mean, it had gore. Yeah, but it, a... it was still a scary concept from the beginning. I liked it a lot. The Purge is a scary concept. It is, but I don't think the storyline did those movies, the no. concept, justice. Right. I think that I didn't They're like them as much as I thought I was going to. I was like, oh, this great concept is going to be awesome. And then I'm like, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, you can go so many directions. The world's tiniest island because it's that. Like, they were good for what they were. They were entertainment. But as far as, yes, you're right. It could have went deeper. The writing was, like, lax. Mm-hmm. 
in my opinion. I think it was very Hollywood and very teenage. I think they are like, we got this great concept, how could it fail? And then it, they just it took, too took that and, and ran with it. You know, we're gonna make we're gonna turn this into the saw shit and we're gonna yeah. make an ass load and go in a bajillion different directions. We'll even make one about the election. How about that? Um I, and I really <laughs> thought that one was gonna be alright, but it was still the same same lacks lack of depth. I think the first one had depth and feeling and emotion, but um It was very commercial. Yeah. There was still something lacking for me with it. Because uh, I, I was I was thinking they had this great concept, the storyline, instead of just being stuck in a house, could have been so much more. They didn't have to go with a rich family that had the security system right. and they're going to fight them off. You know what I mean? They could have gone in any different direction they wanted and they chose that. And it could that have been was... like Adventures in Babysitting. They could have a person who was trapped in all the scenarios. Yeah, yeah. I just think it could have been more, for yeah. sure. For sure. But for, yeah, yeah, but I like the idea. Yeah, definitely. Well, we've been on for an hour. We have, we have. So I think, I think what? Peace out. Peace out. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. 304 BB hit. Jim the Mountain. <laughs>